everybody. It's Friday night, and it's time for another episode of your Wrestling On Air podcast. With us here tonight, we've got, hey, Tim, how's it going, Tim? Hey, it's me, hey, Tim, how's it going? Hey, Oren. Happy Galentine's <laughs> Day, Tim. Oh, Oren, thank you. I always celebrate Galentine's Day. How do you celebrate Galentine's Day? Well, today, I uh, went and started, I started a diet. And I was like, for Valentine's Day, I'm going to treat myself to a salad. Ooh. And I was all pumped up about about my diet. And I went and got a grilled chicken salad because that's healthy, right? Yeah, yeah sure. Where good. did you get it from? Well, a little a little local place. Um, it's called Flying Burger. <laughs> <laughs> and I get to the drive-thru window to pick up my order. And he says, hey, we put the new sauce on the chicken for you. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> this isn't good for my diet, probably. <laughs> I get home and open it up, and it's a butter sauce. Aww. Yeah, so I failed first day on the diet. I just failed humongously, but it's okay. So this motherfucker put butter on your salad? And not just butter. It was a butter sauce. So it was just like runny and weird. I don't know. I didn't Ugh. care for it. Does this guy, is he a friend of yours? Is he someone no. you know? <laughs> he, had, he did have, I will tell you one thing. He had, um, you know, like a polo shirt on, unbuttoned, and he had that little tuft of hair curling out the bottom of it. It's a good look. Mm-hmm. I love that. Me too. Hey, Socks, happy Galentine's Day. Hey, Lauren, happy Galentine's Day to you, too. Thank you so much for your amazing gift. What did I give you? I've forgotten. Several Bs. Oh, nice. Like the letter B, right? That stands for best friend Socks. Yes. I love yeah. them. Every single one. Oh, that's nice. Uh, what uh, what do you have going on for Valentine's Day other than treasuring the bees that I've given you? I've just been like fucking nothing, just like sitting back, just like doing a bunch of farts. Like you know how guys, okay. girls don't. Let me fart stop you sometimes. there because I want to hear about farts. Um, okay. Socks, how'd you uh, get those bees to just hang out on your shoulder like that? <laughs> I trained them really well. I mean, like I think I don't know if I trained them because I just told them to get up there, and I just kind of assumed that was my uh, like own will asserting itself onto them. Does that littlest one have a pacifier in its mouth? Oh my god, a little bonnet. What did y'all call pacifiers when y'all were little? Suckers. A binky. <laughs> okay. What did you call a pacifier? <laughs> well, I don't know, and I still I bring this up to my family all the time why they let this happen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But I, we called him a caca. <laughs> <laughs> and like they even admit, looking back on it, that was questionable and weird. So, so like, little t- little Timmy put the caca in your mouth? Yes. Was it some kind of sick joke? <laughs> Holy shit. Man. Yeah. I, that that, puts, that put kind of, puts kind of a downcast mood on things, doesn't it? I, you know, a little bit. It's a little depressing. But I'm glad you enjoyed your binky. <laughs> mm-hmm. A binky. A passy. Um, if Tom were here, we could ask him what a good name. Oh, for I bet him. he called it like blood blood pudding or something. <laughs> a boiled sweet. Do you think that instead of pacifiers in merry old England, they just pop a boiled sweet in a child's mouth? Well, it, yeah, but it has a little string dangling out of it, so they can just kind of tug them <laughs> around everywhere. A little piece of dental floss. Yeah. So I think we've talked about this, but we never had some baby teeth, huh. that are, so like uh, actual adult teeth under our baby Dude, teeth. Dude, this is true. These are good Orin and Tim facts for the the kids here at home. Uh, is that is that like Scorpio exclusive? Oh, shit is this a scorpio trait wow that mm-hmm. is a, a, a scorpio exclusive trait um <laughs> it actually gives us our horniness those sexy little baby teeth yeah 
We both uh, we both still have baby teeth in our mouth uh, alongside our adult teeth. Tim, where are your baby teeth at? Which ones are baby teeth for you? Um, uh, like four mm. of my bottom teeth in the front, kind of, <gasps> kind of like where where the jaw or where it turns, like kind of in the the the, the, the corners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine are the mine are the ch- not the back chewy teeth, but the ones that are closer to the front, like next to your canines. Yeah, yeah, um, that's yeah. Much oh, those what are, are yeah, those are mine too on the bottom. So it's the two on either side. On the bottom down there. Are we fucked up? Dude, are we are we related? We have oh this we have the same specific weird tooth issue. Socks, are you our dad? I could be, yeah. Oh, I knew it. Do you hey, do you guys have dreams of just like your teeth falling out? Y'all I do actually have like yeah. I have like recurring like teeth falling uh, out dreams. Do you? Yeah, of course. Fucking sucks ass. I had a dream that I had a tooth that was shaped like a lowercase r. What? And it was seriously one of the creepiest and most chilling dreams I've ever had. Okay, okay. Was it shaped like a lowercase r and that like the tooth was going out of your mouth? Or was it just an r, like instead of just a tooth? It was an r instead of a tooth. What? Yeah. That sounds great, actually. It was a tooth shaped like an r. It was Which way was the hook? Was it pointing out or to the side? The hook was pointing up. So like my gum... and then the hook falling down into the rest what of the, the yard. Wow. Yeah, it was messed my, up. Uh, when I, like, I've had this recurring dream all my life, even to this day, where, um, you know the talking clock from Beauty and the Beast? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's really big, and he's chasing <laughs> me down a hallway. <laughs> and like it ter- in the dream, I'm terrified. But like it, it's happened to me all my life, and I don't know what to do about it or what it means. <laughs> do you think it's going to keep happening for the rest of your life? Do you think there's any uh, until, way you can... Until I die by- via clock. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think you need to watch that movie again and confront your greatest, de- darkest fears. Maybe. Yeah, you need to like, you need to recreate the womb or something. You need to like swaddle <laughs> yourself up really tight <clears throat> and like some blankets or something and uh, get some moist heat going inside of mm. it and you need to mm. just sit laid out lay down because you're not sitting here <laughs> like well, one of y'all can when, will one of y'all build that for me i will i'd be more than happy to build you an artificial be my guest <laughs> <laughs> hey socks yeah i hey i wanted to it's wrestling season you know you know how it go it's wrestling season. A lot of people, a lot of things happening in wrestling right now. And there's a, just a lot we need to talk about. A lot of, like, I don't believe us to be cowards. I think historically no. we are brave and we will confront issues that, like, people just, like, shy away from. So I have something, mm-hmm. I have a very important topic I need to bring up to you guys. Mm-hmm. Okay. What do you think Will Ospreay smells like? Mm, sawdust. <laughs> I think sawdust would be, like, too refined for him. Oh, have you ever worked around, like, woodworking, just, like, fine, burnt little p- particles of sawdust? Like, wood chips and stuff? Mm. I've never had that, that pleasure. Oh, yet. yeah. Well, it's a very distinct smell. It kind of, like, burns your nose. Mm. But it's also, like, you know, like, cedary and stuff, depending on the wood. And it's, it can be nice, but it's also a little too much. <laughs> like, there's... And that matches his personality a lot to me. Like, hey, mm. he's fun to watch sometimes, but... Most of the time, he's just too much. I f- I feel like he smells not not like the deodorant, but like the like this. What is it? It's just like the fucking old spice ass, just like oh yeah, body liquid old spice ass, old spice ass, <laughs> just like the shit you rub all over yourself. I forget what the name of it's called. Um, Draco Noir cologne. Cologne. Yes, he just <laughs> he just smells like some old spice ass cologne, but he's just like dripping head to toe in it. Old. I like that you don't refer to it as old spice. You just call it Old Spice Ass. Yeah. <laughs> old Spice Ass Cologne. That was my name in the war. <laughs> 
Because that's where you smuggled your spices across the border is inside of your ass. Yeah, it's the only way I could get my pepper sauce over. I feel like he smells like... You ever go to the fair and there's that distinct fair smell that's sort of like a uh, like a hot metal kind mm, of smell? Yes. 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 Yeah. Sort of mixed with a barf kind of smell, too. <laughs> Did y'all's fairs have like livestock and stuff so it also smelled like cow shit? Absolutely. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. like a county fair. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, kind of that, too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, our fairs had like... The, and the fair in Jacksonville still has a section that's just animals and then a section that's all the rides. Mm. And, um, yeah, that's all. <laughs> I got no, an- oh, okay. I have no anecdote yeah, associated that, with that. I like just wanted, to do let it. me tell you about my fair. <laughs> I just want to tell you a little about, about the fair. I feel like they should combine the animals with the rides every now and then. Yeah. Like put the animals on the rides. Yeah. Animals on the rides, animals as the rides, like, you know, mm. let the animals have a better time for once. Instead of just standing, instead of just like having a bunch of sheep there, like getting sheared or whatever, put them on the fucking like, el- like elevator thing, the thing that goes up and down. That would be a good time. The ele- yeah, the elevator thing that goes up and down. Yeah. Which wrestlers do you think smell the most like livestock? Ooh, um, <sighs> let's see. Hmm. Just usually the beefy boys, right? They seem like they smell like livestock the most to me. Big strong boys, like 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 Braun Strowman smells like livestock, but he doesn't smell like shit. Mm. See, I think that this is a tricky one with Braun because I think that you your instinct would be that he would smell like livestock, but I think in fact he probably smells really clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can I can I can one hundred percent get behind that opinion. Now, Big Show, <laughs> I think he would be one of those that smelled like cleaner than you would expect like like you come into him and like there is an aura but it's not like it's not the aura you expect it's just like oh it's like it's kind of nice i can get behind that i mean do you think he smells vapey i mean do you think that his smell (laughs) depends on what he's vaping at the time yeah well cotton's blowing yeah he's essentially just a big a big cloud floating around (laughs) everywhere he's he's like uh who's that peanut that's always dirty oh pig pen yeah, he's like pig pen, except it's like vape. It's like grape flavored. <laughs> he always smells like some fucking strawberry cotton candy. No, 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 just grape. He gets mad if you try getting him away from his favorite. <laughs> uh, are you? Are you? Uh, both the, are either of you aware of the neon ninja facade? I know a facade. He has been a indie staple for many a year. Yes, uh, <clears throat> a friend of mine was at a show with him. And they were right next to the ramp, and Facade like walked down, went right up next to them, and he just smelled like absolute garbage. That was several years ago. He might have showered a couple times in between then, but I can like tell you with absolute certainty that Facade smells terrible or has smelled terrible once in his life. Well, that's that's wow wrestling. Um, the, there a big a big rumor that was around for a while is that um, British Bulldogs kid, uh, Harry. David Boy yeah, Harry. <laughs> Harry Smith. Um, they people say he smells real bad, like real, real bad. And I, I see him like wrestling in jeans and stuff now, and I can see that. <laughs> I can see that. The one time I saw him, I did not get like a bad smell from him at all. But now that he's like a oh, jeans wrestler, I never knew you were all up close and personal with Harry Smith. I uh, one of my best friends. I sort of like wrestler smells like. What do you think Matt Riddle's feet are like? <laughs> well, I think that they're soft on the bottom. I think that you would. Uh, 
I think that they're a lot like the underside of a frog. Yeah, because I'm I'm sure he keeps care of them. Uh, like you know, walking around barefoot constantly definitely doesn't harden <laughs> them up into crusty little uh, fuckers. You know, well, much much like the how the Spartans would train their children to be warriors to not wear shoes and just walk on jagged ass rocks. Matt Riddle just walks out and steps on nails every now and then. Yeah, yeah. I think that he, um, I think that he treats himself to uh, pedicures as often as he can. I can believe I it. I think in the many airports he goes through as a professional wrestler. I think that you know those shoe shine stands at the airport. I think that he just sits in those with no shoes on, and he says, "Just shine my feet up, man." Do you think he's taking extra care of them for Evolve One Hundred? I think he is taking extra care of them for Evolve One Hundred. Um, and guys, is everyone going to Evolve 100, you guys? I won't be there, but I will be at the after party. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm going to the after party too. Have you guys heard about the Evolve 100 after party? I heard? I got a, I got an invitation online. <laughs> yes. This Evolve 100 after party is going to be held at the Jolly Tinker at 2875 Webster Avenue, Bronx, New York, 10467, immediately following Evolve 100. Do you know if there are any drink specials? Uh, Oren, there are going to be $5 Bacardi limons for everybody. <laughs> Matt Riddle's favorite drink. Hosted by, of course, Matt Riddle. But how long does this party last? Oren, it lasts till the end of Evolve, till 11 p.m. No, for, I'm wrong. I'm completely <laughs> wrong. I was so excited that I messed up. It's from 11 p.m. till the, t- the Jolly Tinker closes. <laughs> Okay, and who so, knows when that could be? You might as well put question marks there. So Matt Riddle has started having uh, after parties after his Evolve uh, shows in New York. And he had one of these for the last uh, Evolve show in Queens, I believe. And so he's he advertised on his Instagram a picture of, uh, well, it's like a party invitation for, for this after party. And it's purple. It's got a lot of Evolve purple on it. It's got two separate Evolve logos on can, it. Can I say, it, I think it was done with Prism, the app. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the best part of this invitation is that on the left-hand side of it, it says Saturday, scratched out word 17th, 2018, and written below it in distorted font is February. No, 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 Oren. It says February. 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 Oh, Are you? Oh. So do y'all think the actual Jolly Tinker will be there? <laughs> Making the jolly, toys? Will the Jolly Tinker be wrestling at Evolve 100? I hope so. <laughs> is that He's... like Jarek's alternate like personality is the Jolly Tinker? Oh, God, that'd yes. be great. He's like, what is uh, it? What is a tinker? Is that what you're going to ask? Yeah, what's a tinker? I picture it as somebody who makes model trains. <laughs> a tinker. A tinker, yeah, but like, a tinker. I have to look like this up. If you're a tinker, what is... you're always like, you always got a wrench, but you're only working on like toys and stuff. Like you're an elf, what? pretty much. A tinker is a person who travels from place to place mending metal utensils as a way of making a living. Oh, well, that's way more serious than I was hoping for. Yeah. Like. So he's like a swordsmith, maybe? So is this like a sword bar? Like, has Matt Riddle actually found, like, the coolest bar in New York? Matt Riddle's gonna swallow a sword and Jarek's gonna get jealous. (laughs) Jarek's assistant is gonna go be Matt Riddle's assistant now. She's gonna throw his hat down and stomp on the bunny and just go be with Matt Riddle. If, like, if Matt Riddle had a valet, like, what would that look like? If you could, if you could give Matt Riddle a valet... Who would you valet? Who would valet for Matt Riddle? Mm. Just describe the whole thing. Or, or a manager, I guess. I don't know. Okay, okay. This is good. 
Um, does it have to be a wrestler or can it be like an actor? Oh, it can be anyone. I would just have the Jolly Tinker behind him just working on his belt. Just like, <laughs> just like adjusting it, screwing things in, loosening a couple things. Just like fixing it up while he's walking to the ring. Yeah, I like, hmm, who would be a good valet for Matt Riddle? Hmm. I would want to see... Who would most want to get extremely stoned with Matt Riddle? I don't know. This is hard. This is. I feel like it needs to be like a cartoon. Like it needs to be like Chester Cheetah. <laughs> like, like Chester Cheetah or like the fucking... I don't know. I keep thinking of like cartoon cats. Like I feel like maybe Garfield should be Matt Riddle's valet. No, like... yeah. not Garfield. Not Garfield. Garfield wouldn't care. He'd just be there and he'd be like such a selfish little asshole and be like, oh, I got a nap. Would it be like maybe a, a Nani's Attitude cartoon character like mm, Sonic yeah. the Hedgehog? Yeah. Who was the other cat? Uh, Heathcliff. Heathcliff. Would it be Heathcliff? Heathcliff? Maybe he's like Matt Riddle has a fish bone in his back pocket and he always is like <laughs> gnawing on it. Yes. A hundred percent yes to that. Um, yeah, or like a, like the lid of a trash can, you know, and he like, and it has like a delicious like joint or something for Matt Riddle under it. And he like lifts up the lid to present the joint like you would in a fancy restaurant. Okay. Well, uh, how about, how about just, how about Arsenio Hall? I, yeah. Yeah. Are we talking like 90s Arsenio Hall or like current day Arsenio Hall? Current day Arsenio Hall, but like dressed as Nani's Arsenio Hall. Like he's having some kind of, uh, you know, like midlife crisis kind of deal. Yeah. Um, but he could get the, the crowd really hyped for Matt Riddle. <laughs> I would like to see, like, the original Kings of Comedy all come out and, like, be so, like, like Jeff Matt- Fox were the, <laughs> uh, that tater salad guy, Larry, Larry the Cable guy, um, and that other guy that did the, the Here's Your Sign, that guy. Uh, uh, Ron Perlman. Yes, Ron Perlman. Rhonda Perlman. Ron Perlman. Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey. Yeah, there they are. The original kings of comedy. Yeah, so that's what I'd like to see. I would like to see a, a band of comedians come out and introduce Matt Riddle before every match. <laughs> and she means a literal band. She wants, like, comedians playing music. <laughs> Matt Riddle should have a live band. <laughs> a couple, like, a, a, a troupe of Commedia dell'arte actors out there just, like, really expressing their love for Matt Riddle through interpretive, like, act, like interpretive performance art. I have a question for you guys. Yeah. Have we given up on this podcast? <laughs> well, it's definitely not gone the way I was hoping. Is this, like, <laughs> is this is this the laziest podcast we've ever done? Yeah, um, uh, we, need, we need to pump it up, guys. We need to uh, get our ducks in a row. Let's go. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to do. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, what's some hot topics? What's uh? <laughs> I had a question I was gonna ask earlier. Okay, go ahead and do that. And let's really just gnaw our teeth into it, guys. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> let's fucking, Let's get. All right. Are you ready for this? It's big. Yes. This is where the podcast kicks off right here. Which involved wrestlers are most likely to bring a sword to Jolly to the Jolly Tinker? You mean other than Jarek? Other than Jarek, yes. Which which of all wrestlers own swords and are bringing them? Uh, other than Jason Kincaid? <laughs> and what kind of sword? Uh, okay, well, Jason Kincaid has... Absolutely. Nunchucks. Not a sword, <laughs> but a weapon. Mm-hmm. He probably has both. Yeah. Oh, his, like, he's one of those dudes who's like, the walls of his house are filled with decorative swords and stuff. <laughs> sort of like sort of like the inside of Worf's quarters on uh, Star Trek. There's just like, there's backlit swords all over yeah, the walls. He's, he's got a batleth as well. He does have a batleth. 
He does. Um, um, Chris Dickinson always brings a sword. Yeah. <laughs> His wiener, you mean. No. <laughs> uh, uh, Socks, does that answer your question? Walter, maybe? Ooh, oh, Walter like, has a big old Nazi like he'd carry, sword. like a huge-ass sword. Yeah, he's yeah. got a Zweihander. Yeah, and everybody would be kind of like, oh, is, is, this, is this okay? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm but supposed he, to like this. He'd carry it with such confidence that you'd just feel comfortable. You'd feel protected more than threatened. Yeah, I guess you're right. Like, have you guys ever been to a Brazilian steakhouse? I haven't, but I've seen pictures. And has seen how they have, like, the big long sword with all the meats on it? Mm. <laughs> yes, I, I am aware of this. I have no, I'm not. I'm not aware. I, apparently this is a thing, is that you go to, like, a Brazilian steakhouse and someone just comes up with a really long sword yes. that has a bunch of meats on it and cuts yes. them off. Um, do you think there will be such amenities at the Jolly Tinker? <laughs> so maybe, maybe not that, but maybe like just a pure raw steak, just over, like just like shish kebabed onto swords, and you just kind of have to take a bite when they pass by with it. Mm, that sounds nice. Just a big old cut of meat in a hunting knife, and you have to yell "Tink me up." <laughs> Do you think Matt Riddle dresses up as Tinkerbell when he goes to the mm. Jolly Tinker? And mm. because I can very easily visualize Matt Riddle like in a little Tinkerbell outfit. Yeah, he'd think it was really cute and funny. <laughs> kind of like when he braids his hair. Yeah, no, that's exactly. He just like Matt Riddle just constantly appropriating things that are actually cute and funny. And like MMA. <laughs> <laughs> Man. I, uh, oh I have a Matt Riddle anecdote I'd like to share since oh. we're talking about Matt Riddle. Oh, please do. Um, so I was at, of course, the uh, the Evolve in Progress uh, doubleheader in New York back in, I think it was August. Mm -hmm. And um, somehow, oh, I've, yeah, it was from, from our food. We had gone out to eat earlier in the day, and I had taken a pepperoncini and put it in my purse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And we were sitting in the front row, and Matt Riddle had kicked off his flip-flops right in front of where we were sitting. <laughs> and I put I put my pepperoncini on Matt Riddle's flip-flop. And but then I had to get up and go to the bathroom, and I didn't get to see Matt Riddle discover the pepperoncini on his flip-flop. No. Yeah. Uh, but I heard that he just sort of like looked at it and just kind of like made a face. And, and that was it. So he That's pretty much what like you wanted though, right? Like just so like him just knowing it's there, him experiencing it live in front yes. of a lot of people. So I think you, I think you uh, got what you what you wanted out of it, but it just sucks that you weren't there for it. Yeah, but yeah, but I did get to put smiles on other people's faces too. So I mean, <laughs> yeah, and that's, that's and that's really what matters. Yeah, and also you hid, which is important for when you're trying to commit a crime. True. True. And actually, that's thank you for bringing that up. I was actually just being a giant wiener and hiding yeah. because I was afraid that Matt Riddle was going to do one of his famous moves on me if he, <laughs> because because he would see the pepperoncini and then see me and, and be like, yeah, this is obviously the person. Oh. Who did that? Oh, hold on, guys. I'm I'm on I'm on a website uh, and I'm reading a police report right now. <laughs> oh, no. And it says that the that Matt Riddle uh, actually called the police on Orin right there in front of everybody, and they apprehended her in the bathroom. This is fake news, guys. That didn't happen. Mm -hmm. um, the in the NYPD, the first responders, the boys in blue, did not apprehend me at the famous Elm Corps Center in Queens, New York. Mm -hmm. That's uh, not what I'm reading. Oh, you resisted. What? Or this is awful. 
You threw sand in their face? Where did the sand <laughs> even come from? I'm telling you, this is a, you're making this up. This isn't true. Quit sullying my You name. spat acid at several of them? <laughs> okay, so that part's true. Yeah. I do I do make my own mouth acid. That's a weird quirk. I have baby teeth in my mouth, but I also make my own mouth acid. I do acid. that too. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a Scorpio, <laughs> it's a Scorpio thing. thing. It's a Scorpio thing. You wouldn't understand, Sock. Oh, Just, yeah. Just for Scorps only. All you Scorpios with your mouth sacks full of poison. That's what makes us so sexy, you know? <laughs> Our mouth sacks. Our mouth sacks. You never know what you'll find in this in the sack of a Scorpio's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes, some say there's gold in there. <laughs> Sometimes it's just mashed potatoes. <laughs> That's the magic of being a Scorpio. It's where I store my will. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, oh, boy. So did you guys listen to the last uh, episode of Wrestling On Air, which was Wrestling On Air 33? Did you guys listen to that episode? Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. I heard about it, yeah. What was, uh, can can any of you tell me your favorite parts of that episode? Uh, but, but limit this only. Filter by parts where there is uh, things being drunk. Alcohol's being mm. sipped. Yes. It was when, uh, when uh, what's your name, Tom? Socks. It's when Socks yeah. um, nearly puked all over his crotch. Yeah. <laughs> that was also my favorite part. Yeah, I like that part okay. But the part I liked more was the part with me in it, which was the part where uh, I drank wine with uh, that guy. I don't know. What's his name? He used to uh, be on who, this show. Who knows? Tom. Yeah. That was Tom, now that I think Tom? about it. Yeah. I haven't heard that name in years. But really, that just kind of, uh, it makes me remember it makes me kind of. I feel like I'm having another. Oh, she has that. She has that glare in her eyes again. I something's. I'm feeling a little woozy and a little dizzy, and I'm. I'm remembering things. She's drooling everywhere. That was fun. Oh, how nice. Hey guys, welcome back to the wind down with Oren and Tom. Um, great to see you again. We're uh, we're proud to be back with uh, our regular review segment where we we look at um, uh, a wine made by a prominent vintner. 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 From the world of professional wrestling, uh, of which there are many, and by many I think three: three. the Bellas and Cody Rhodes. Do the Bellas count as one? Yes. <laughs> so, well, I mean, they probably have they have their own. We know that they're very different people, so they have their own um, different ideas about what makes good wine. Probably, do you think? Do you think they? Do you got, think they have ideas? Do I think they? Eh, I think they've got concepts less than ideas. They're big picture thinkers. Do you think they they're thinkers? Yeah. No, they think about they think about things in in their way, and it's All made right. them very successful. All right. Back to Come the wine. On. Back to the Come wine. On. Back to the wine. Uh, so we're back again, and now this week we've got another wine from our, our one of our favorite um, uh, vintners. 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 No, well, no. What, do you, what would you call knocking point wines? Would that be like the the winemaker? The winemaker. Yeah, that's a, that's a professional term. Yeah. I think. So this one has a bit more information. Like the last one on the label had almost no information. This one is it has. Uh, no, for, and before yes. you get going, when you refer to the last one, remind the last, me of yours. yeah, no, the last one was Dusty Rhodes's. Well, the, uh, a wine to, as that was a tribute to Dusty Rose, which was a sparkling white wine mm-hmm. called Dream. 
Uh, and that was done in the honor of the, the late great Dusty Rhodes. We gave that a nine out of ten. We gave that a, yeah, combined scores nine out of ten. Pretty, pretty high standards. This one is uh, to celebrate the, the the American Nightmare, Cody R- Cody Cody. Just Cody. Don't say anything other. Than Nothing Cody. else than that. And it says it's got his Bullet Club logo that's on his uh, Hot Topic T-shirt in color. In color, yeah. It's you know, it doesn't look bad on a. It's. It kind of. It feels like a little bit cheap that they just when you li- touch it. Yeah, mm. it feels like printer paper, kind of. Yeah, I know. That, and it's 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 weird to see it on like a, a bottle of wine, um, and it feels maybe a little bit cheap that they literally just used the T-shirt logo on the the bottle. They didn't like think of a new one. Um, again, we don't really know. We don't really like wine. We don't really know what we're talking about, and we don't have an, an awful lot of information here. But I can tell you that this is 2015 Columbia Valley. GSM red wine? What do you think? Does GSM stand for like a food? Like an organic good, thing? Good. Come on. Good good smelling no. men. No, you're just making this up. Red wine. No. And it's 34% Grenache. That's Th- that's what you put on a cake, right? Grenache? Chocolate Grenache? <laughs> Delicious chocolate Grenache. 33% Syrah? 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 And Syrah. 33%... Now, Oren, you're, you've got your French heritage, so you can pronounce this word. Uh, that word is more morvedre. Perfect, nailed it. Beautiful pronunciation. Vinted and bottled by Knocking Point Wines, Walla Walla, Washington. Washington. And it has again. There's not an awful lot of information beyond that. It just has it has a, a quote from Cody himself. Uh, so the, the name of the wine is Nightmare, and he's got a quote which reads as following. The real American nightmare is not living the American dream every day. Dream is capitalized with a D here for Cody. Uh, Mediocrity loves company, but so does magnificence. And this wine is magnificent. This bottle is for the dark moments and the light. Life, Life, liberty, liberty, and and the the pursuit pursuit of of happiness. happiness. Cody. Cody. Uh, so it's good that Cody respects the WWE's trademark on the name Cody Rhodes and just calls himself Cody when he signs off on that uh, that quote. We, again, don't know an awful, awful lot about wine. Uh, I've just had this sitting in my uh, my cupboard for a month or two. You've been aging it. I've been aging it. I've been aging it in a, uh, a plywood cupboard, uh, which has been kept at a fairly consistent temperature. Maybe, yeah, somewhat consistent. I don't know if we're, we, you know, you don't chill red wine at all, do you? Not to my knowledge. Not to no. Oren, Oren says no. Again, we don't know for sure. <laughs> so this is just like we haven't done anything. We just pulled it out. It might be not the right time. No, there's something. We'll there's something about this wine that reminds me of something else from our past. Mm, what is that? The top. Yes, the top. It's a screw top. It's a screw. T- now the last one uh, was like a sparkling wine, and it had a cork and like a little cap which you had to unscrew, you know, to to, to release it. But. Yeah. We've encountered a screw top on wine before. We have with the the Bellas yes. wine, yes. Right. Now, why do we think wrestlers uh, favor screw tops with their wines? Often on the road, they won't always have a um, a bottle opener handy. You need to kick back your wine when you're driving. Yeah. You... <laughs> when you're tri- okay, yeah. That well, let let's add let's say allegedly. Allegedly wrestlers drink wine while they're driving. Allegedly, when Not while Bree has Birdie in the back seat. <laughs> The Honda Fit. Yeah. 
allegedly yeah. she needs to, you know, have have easy access to her wine. So yeah. allegedly, allegedly screw tops it's a screw are top. right. Again, we don't know for sure, but there's rumors going around that, you know, uh, Brie does, you know, just not back a delicious bottle of red wine while she's carting Birdie around mm-hmm. to... Uh, right. Immediately before she breastfeeds. Immediately before she breastfeeds, which is what... Uh, again, allegedly, this is all... We, this is just what we've heard. We don't know if it's true or not. Um, so it's got a screw top. I, get, I don't... The, the cork seems more classic, but I prefer the screw top because I can't remember where the bottle opener is or the corkscrew. Don't look at me. Yeah, I, yeah, no, you don't, you don't know. So we're gonna try this one. Um, again, it, no information on what to pair it with. No information mm. on you know what the the taste should be like. And we don't even like wine. We don't like wine. Mm-hmm. I don't. Do you prefer white? What are we doing? Oh, we need to. Sorry, put it next to the microphone. There we go. Oop. That's the sound of the, the, I believe it's a metal screw top coming off. Mm-hmm. I'm taking a, I'm taking a quick sniff. It's hot. I don't really smell much. Okay. Ugh. We'll pour it out. We'll pour yeah. some out. Okay. Let me, let me have that glass. Now with, are you meant to, I know that one thing that happens with wine sometimes is that, that they'll, um, they'll decant it. Mm-hmm. You kind of take it out of the bottle and then you put it in a separate bottle and, and you then it, you put it in the glass. Yeah, air it out. Yeah, we're not like doing laundry. That. Yeah. Uh, that's Oren's glass, glass poured. Here's mine. There we go. A little bit. And now this is red wine. It, it appears red. It appears red. It okay. smells like wine. It smells like red wine. Oh, Ooh. I can't yeah. the smell. I really... Like so here's, here's my thing of red wine. So I've... I've drunk red wine in the past. Um, the, the most, the, the 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 times that I've drunk red wine the most uh, have been on uh, my old my old works like Christmas parties, mm-hmm. where we'd go to like you know a restaurant and then there'd be like you know just bottles of wine on the table and stuff, and it would be there wasn't really access to beer, you know, sure, sure. so it'd just be like all right, I'll have, I'll have the wine, and red wine I don't particularly like it, but it's very drinkable. Once you've had a couple of glasses, you can just keep knocking it back. So Tom likes red wine. I what don't... Tom has said here, after telling us that he doesn't like wine, is that in fact he finds red wine drinkable. No, I mean I've, I've I find it very drinkable once I've had a few glasses, and it's like it just you can just knock it back. All you right. can really just keep drinking. So there's a possibility here that we could get wasted. We could get wait. Mm, we could. I don't think. So I don't. I've also had like just horrible, horrible hangovers from red wine. Uh, so that's why I just I kind of avoid it, and I just don't really. It's not something I, I just don't really like wine. Are you prepared to have a hangover for our loyal listeners here tonight? If I don't think it's necessary just for the case of tasting it, because we're not here to um, report on like you know the the long term effects of the wine, which it's really just to say you know what is it, what's the what's the taste like, what's the you know we're not we're not going too crazy. Um, we'll see how it goes. If I if it's an if it's a necessity, then I'll 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 go all all out, and we can you know risk a hangover. But I don't think it'll, I don't think it'll be necessary. Yeah. All right. But, well, I will just so I'll snip it some more. Again, it just smells like, it smells red, like wine. red wine. Um, it smells like the color is uh, dark. You know, dark. It's, it's quite dark. dark in this room as well. I'm gonna hold my. I'm gonna put my phone's light yeah, on. Yeah, shine your flashlight on this red wine. And I'll just me. hopefully that'll give us some more. Information. Will you shine it through the side of my cup? I would so love I can to. Get sort of. Oh, that's very dark. It's dark. Very it's, dark it's red a wine. Purpley kind of. Winish shade. I'd say the hue is uh, sort of burgundy. Yeah, burgundy. Right? That's a type of wine. That's yeah. a type of wine. That's a type of wine. Yeah, mine, mine yeah. too. All right. Um, Do you want to go ahead and knock some of this back? Hey, why not? Hey, here's, right. here's to you, Oren. Here's to you, Tom. Here's to the listeners. And hey, here's to uh, Cody, the American Nightmare. I don't mind that. I think that's okay. 
I like it. Yeah, I like that. I like, I like that. If someone poured me a glass of this mm. and said, here's some wine. Yes. Have a sip. Yeah. I'd have a sip and I'd say thanks. Yeah. And I might have some more sips. Yeah. No, I think, um, let me just see. There's no particular, no, no, the aftertaste isn't particularly unpleasant. Are there any notes? God, just wine. It just tastes, honestly, like my only frame of comparison is those Christmas parties and I don't remember much of them and like weddings and stuff. Mm. Um, to me, this it has um, a distinct kind of grapey flavor to it. There's definitely there's, there's strong notes of grape, and I would say now with the with the uh, with the the Dusty Roads wine, which is like a white sparkling wine, that kind of reminded me more of like you know the the white slash green grapes. Mm-hmm. This red wine reminds me more of those kind of like those, those red like slash a pur- purple like grape, a purple, like a purple right? grape, right? Uh, so it's nice. There's some differences there. There's uh, let's see. I'll take another sip. And when you take the sip, think about what you might pair it with. If I was to pair it with something, I'd probably, I'd probably invest in some some good cigars, uh, and maybe like a, maybe it's like you know something to have afterwards after I finish my wine. I'd, mm-hmm. I'd get like a rock, which I could use to kind of dispense uh, some kind of whiskey. I imagine. So, if you were then my next question, you anticipated if you were to pair this wine with another alcohol, yes, it would be whiskey from a rock. Whiskey from a rock, yeah, and one of those, mm, one of them good cigars, you know, yeah, yeah. because uh, you know, if you got money, spend spend it now, make more later. This this wine has uh, this wine reminds me why capitalism is, um, you know, really really what drives this country forward and is uh, the basis of wrestling and the basis of. Um, Winemaking as well. May I propose a toast to capitalism? Hey, a toast to capitalism. Uh, and a toast to Cody and the fantastic people at Knocking Point. Um, a toast to Brandy. A toast to Brandy. A toast to Pharaoh, I think, is their, their dog. Hmm. And I don't know anything uh, else. A toast to... Gosh, a toast uh, to you, the listeners. Toast to you, the listeners. This is one for you. <laughs> I don't know if that traveled. But it's probably oh, it quite... traveled. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, it looks pretty good. Oh, come on. I'm going to give this another... Uh... Yeah, another sip. I'll another sip. Back. Mm. Yeah, if this was, like, again, if this was wine at a wedding, I'd think, yeah, that's what I, I'd expect. You know, I, if the, if someone <laughs> to say, here's some red wine at a wedding, I'd be like, yeah, this is pretty much the experience I'd anticipated. Uh, if I was to get... Now, of course, the, the other component to this is the Jerry test. If I was to give this to my dad, Jerry, uh, would he enjoy it? Would he make a fuss? Would he um, make any unpleasant comments because he knew it was from a wrestler? The answer to the last one is definitely yes. My dad is pretty snooty, uh, especially when it comes to anything to do with professional wrestling. So if he knew it was uh, a wine that was... What's Cody's role? Hold up a second. Where's the bottle? Um, I put it down here. Here we are. If he knew that Cody Rhodes was the consulting... Cody, sorry, not Cody Rhodes. We that's a licensed trademark of WWE. If Cody was the consulting winemaker for this wine, he'd probably be, be a bit snooty and say, "Oh yeah, well, yeah, it's it's, it's fine as a wine. It's not really. It's a bit, you know, it's a bit bit trashy." He'd probably say. He'd probably just articulate his feelings about wrestling as a whole. But if he saw Cody as a man, the oh, man, the man of taste, he is. Yeah, he'd be impressed by. If Cody, Cody invited him into his home, yeah, let him have a drink from the Rock, yeah. Uh, let him have a fine cigar. He wouldn't smoke the cigar. My dad wouldn't smoke, wouldn't smoke the cigar. Maybe maybe your dad should get with the program. My dad would be really impressed by Cody. He'd, My dad, yeah. yeah, he'd say, oh, he's, he's well-dressed. It's, you know, it's, he wears a suit all the time. Yeah, he wears a vest with his jeans, his casual wear. Yeah. 
he'd be impressed by Cody. I think he'd uh, find it to be, you know, respectful uh, and impressive. Uh, and <laughs> because he kind of has, you know, a fancy coat and fancy watches, and that's my dad's kind of thing. Uh, and I think he'd be like, oh, you know what? He's one of the good ones. Cody, Cody's one of the good wrestlers. We've talked way too much about your dad. In this yeah. Segment. Well, we'd hope we. Yeah, I wish we'd had been able to dial him in, but it's it's way past his bedtime right now. We should give him. We should just call him. Just point blank, wake him up. Wake him up. Yeah. What time? What time is it there? Uh, two a.m. Two thirty. That's a perfect time to uh, after yeah, be, after after a cup of wine. He'd be quite. He might be getting up for a pee right now, but we don't know. Um. But yeah. No, so that was that was the 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 nightmare. The Cody American Nightmare wine. A question for you. Yeah. If you knew nothing about wrestling, pick up the bottle so we can look at the label. Yeah, sure. If you knew nothing about wrestling and, you know, say the wife says, hey, Tom, (laughs) pick up a nice bottle of that red vino on the way home uh, because we're going to have some, you know, a nice pasta with dinner tonight. Yeah. And you see this on your grocer's shelf. Yeah. What do you think? It looks like a hot sauce label. (laughs) (laughs) That's the thing. It's got like a skull and some guns and bullets and the American flag. And I think, oh, so they just put they put a hot sauce in a wine bottle <laughs> <laughs> and i'd think that's fun. like I'd, I'd look at it and i'd think that's funny it looks like wine but it's a hot sauce clearly would you think that cody is the name of the winemaker or that the name of the wine is just i'd think that cody would be like um like it would, it would stand for something like you know careful or die, die young. Y- young yeah like that it's, it's something kind of like what's what's the word for that uh, dying young? No, 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 no. Like when it, you spell something else. Oh, like an acronym. Like an acronym. I, the, the effect of the wine has had an impact on me. And I couldn't remember what, what an acronym was. Uh, yeah, I'd think it was just a hot sauce in a, in a wine bottle, and I'd think that would be quite neat. But I don't think I'd buy it as a wine. But if you flipped it over, you say say the label, the the beautiful label does catch your interest, and you flip it over and you decide to learn more. Yeah, there's not really enough information. Um, he, he says the wine is magnificent, and it's for the dark moments and the light. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. It does say that it's probably made in the USA. Yeah, I like that. That's pretty good. It says it contains sulfites, and it's 14.4% alcohol by volume, so that's pretty good. Now, is it bad to contain sulfites? Do we know? I've got no idea. Are sulfites... Is it something you include on the label because um, it's bad for you? Or do you want your wine to have sulfites? I think... It, it's not an appealing word. It's not the kind of word I'd want to see on anything. I think sulfites are the things that are in hot dogs that give you cancer. <laughs> really? Yeah, it sounds like right? a hot dog thing. It's like the stuff that's in spam that kills you. Yeah, that sounds about right. But it was in the other wine. It's probably in most wine. So, you know, just if you're going to be... like, it's, it's already, like, you know, an intoxicating beverage. Might it's not good well. for you. It's not a health drink. And it even says... It says the word nightmare on it. So Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's not... You know, it's what's not like gun, guns and stuff on the I wouldn't. Like I wouldn't worry about that too much. Wow, I'd okay. be fine. Are we going to be okay? Yeah, we'll be fine. Are you sure? Yeah, we only had a little bit. Yeah, we only had a little bit. Not Don't drink too much. Drink responsibly, yeah. listeners. That's my advice to you. Rating out of five. Aaron, let's hear it. Shit. Out of five, I'm going to go ahead and give this a five. Wow. Wow, all right. I, I was going to give this a four again. So that's another uh, nine, nine out, out of ten. ten. Nine out of ten. Nine well out done. Of ten. Well done to uh, consulting uh, winemaker Cody Runnels and the, the great guys at Knocking Point. Big shout out to, I think it's the Stephen Amell who does did Arrow. Yeah. He's like the guy who does it. He's the guy who does what? I don't know. He owns it. 
or something. Oh, okay. Do you remember when he was in SummerSlam? Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. Oh, I did not know that that was his winery. No, yeah, he's yeah. A, I didn't know he was a vintner. Well, he is. No, that's a his vintner. whole thing. And he's mates with Cody. And do you remember their SummerSlam match? Will you describe it for me real quick? He came out, Stephen Amell, like he, so he plays a superhero. So I was mostly excited that he'd come out in like superhero gear. You were expecting to see a bona fide superhero in the square yeah. circle. Yeah. And he came out and he was wearing like, uh, like just like kind of like black trunks, I think, like black shorts, like UFC type shorts. Right. I think he was wearing a shirt. I don't know if the shirt came off. He could hang though, right? Like I, he did an okay job. He did he take a move? <sighs> did he distribute a move? Uh, he was fine. Like he was as far as rest. So the top, uh, the top tier wrestler for you know in ring appearance, or at least associate. I don't think he appeared in ring. He wasn't in a match. But I thought Hugh Jackman just punching like Dolph Ziggler was really good that one right. time. Or Zack right. Ryder. Or he, he punched someone. I thought that was good. So he's the the top tier, bottom tier. God, who's the worst celebrity that's ever done a wrestling thing? Uh, now, are we talking just about like people who have who have done moves, or people who have people like, who've had like a storyline, you know, right. appeared on a major show? Gronk. Oh, Gronk. Yeah, he's the worst. He okay. So Gronk is the worst because he just kind of like was. I think he was a bit racist to Jinder, probably. Yeah. So he was a bit racist to Jinder, and then he helped Mojo win. You should have some more wine. Yeah. Have a sip. Um, but yeah, I would say it, it was definitely Stephen Amell was in the middle. Hmm. So, knowing that this is Stephen Amell's uh, uh, vin- vineyard, yeah. uh, wine-making company, I don't know. Yeah. That, that changes things for me. Really? I wasn't Why? aware. I, th- I feel like this was information that I should have been provided. I don't think so. Why Why? why does that matter? <sighs> well, just it adds another layer of... Uh... It's information. All right. So, it said on the bottle, right, that it was from 2015. Like, that it was... Yes. So, has Cody had this wine in the works since 2015? No, we don't know. Like, so I'm we... thinking... No. He just... Cody put his name on some wine. No. Well, that's, that's a bit cynical. I don't know how... So, I don't know if that the 2015 means, like, the grapes were planted in 2015. I don't know how long it takes to grow grapes. I don't know anything about the winemaking process, so I don't know what to do with that year information. I think it means that the wine has been sitting in bottles since 2015. I don't know about that. Does this taste like old wine to you? No, it it tastes fine. And old wine is good. Old wine is better. What's the oldest wine you would drink? There's no limit. I would drink the oldest wine you can give me. I've got a better question. Yeah. If any dead wrestler had to make their own wine... Yeah. Whose wine from a dead wrestler would you want to drink the most? It's a good question. <coughs> Andre the Giant was French, and he had big. So, a lot, uh, I, my understanding is that sometimes in the wine process, you have to like stamp on the grapes. Correct. And he had huge feet, so he could probably stamp on loads of grapes at once. So, I would love to uh, sample a wine that had been trodden. By Andre's uh, beautiful snacky feet, uh, uh, yeah, from from the region of France where he was from. Was That's it Grenoble? Gren- I don't know. We don't know if about now. Grenoble. Grenoble. Yeah, Grenoble. Yeah, something like that. How yeah. about you? China. China. God, why? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, now I've got you. Now you've actually got to say you just said China, and now you've actually got to follow up, don't you? All right. So why China? Get ready, listeners. She didn't. She just said China because she, she thought it would be fun to say China, and now we're, now she's fucked. <laughs> she, she blew it. She done goofed. Oh man. Um. Well, you know, I feel like uh, China. Uh, China would care a lot about the product because China seemed like a caring person. <laughs> she seemed. That's weak. <laughs> That's weak. She seems nice. She seems nice. That's weak. 
<laughs> yeah, well, th- yeah, thank you for joining for us in a, for another a, a wind down with Oren and Tom. Uh, I yeah. sorry, guys. Yeah, Oren let herself to down quite badly. She just said said China for this fun. This wine is potent. It is potent. Yeah, yeah potent wine. If you want to have fun, check out Cody Ro- Cody's 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 American Nightmare wine. Tom, cheers hey, to you. Cheers to you, Oren. Cheers to you, uh, listeners. We'll see you later. She's okay. Sucks. Uh, we were. Wow. That was oh a my, real close one. Yeah, I'm real. I'm real glad she's finally. Oh, man. I'm so. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry to do that to you guys. I'm so sorry. I hope I didn't scare you. I think it's I'm okay. okay. The EMT stole everything in here, though. <laughs> the poster on the wall is gone. He didn't think I saw it. What? What was the poster he took? It was uh, the. It was uh, Batman Forever. Oh. <laughs> the poster for that movie. Nice. Uh, it's Tom's favorite. Oh, well, since he's not on this show anymore, it doesn't really matter, does it? True. But uh, but thank you guys. If someone could just get me a glass of water, I'm feeling a little thirsty after all of that. Here, take uh, this is a uh, this is water. It's in a bottle of Syrah. Oh, this tastes like this tastes like coconut socks. Ew. Oh, fuck. I this isn't what I wanted. Now I'm drunk again. Oh, okay. Here, Orange, spit it out in my hand. Okay. <laughs> Here, socks. Finish this. Mmm. <laughs> 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 Ugh. Okay. Tim, that. did you put any of that in your mouth sack? I think you did. Yeah, that was my poison. Oh, <laughs> it Tim. Yeah. Gonna, you've got you've got thirty minutes, <laughs> motherfucker. All right. Well, let's use these thirty minutes to answer some questions. Yes. If you have questions, you can send them to wrestlingonair at gmail or the ask woa hashtag. Our first question comes in from Noel, and Noel asks. I don't have a question, really. I just want everyone to talk about Brock Lesnar's tattoos because they, I think they suck and I hate them so much. They are corny and he's stupid and I want him to go away. P.S. This this show is good and I like it. Thanks. Hey, Noel. Thank you for that. That may be the best email I think we've ever gotten. I saw this email. It's good. Please more emails like Noel's. Yeah, just like long rambling tirades if you have them. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to complain about uh, like groups of people, please. Yeah, yeah. If you just be as be as complainy as possible, give us your reckons. Um, just yeah. use us as your sounding board. You don't have to ask a question. Just be like Noel. Spout off. You'll feel better yeah. for it. And, and here's my thing about uh, uh, Mr. Lesnar's tattoo. Like, what was he thinking? He was thinking of swords. Yeah. You think that's all he was thinking was uh, swords. swords? Yeah. He had been I- drinking at the Jolly Tinker all day. Because <laughs> I think it makes him look like a big goofball. What if he... Here's an idea. What if he got some meat tattooed around the sword? So, so someone in an MMA bout would like see it and then get really hungry and then he could win. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, like, honestly, he is the meat tattooed around the sword. Like, he Very is, true. if you think about it, like, him, his person meat. He just looks like a big piece of raw chicken. And I know he, I, I know he's not, but I like to picture him as a big dumb idiot. Um, and so what if he's constantly <laughs> looking down trying to bite the meat off of his chest? <laughs> he's like a cat that can't quite reach its yeah, tail. Yeah, he's like just spinning in a circle. Just, I gotta yeah. get this. I gotta get I this. Know, I'm so hungry. <laughs> and then he starves to death. He has a malnourishment. <laughs> 
Because <laughs> he can never find it. Yeah, we hate to break the news on our podcast, our, our, our little humor podcast here, but Brock Lesnar is dead from starvation. Rest in, in peace, peace, Brock Lesnar. Uh, Sox, we have another question. Yes, we do. Uh, this one comes in from Nicholas. Nicholas asks, Dear Wrestling On Air crew, what are some ways SmackDown would be better if Road Dogg had found Satan instead of Christ? Love, Nick. Tim, do you want to take this? I feel like you probably have some good takes on yeah, this. Yeah, you, well, you have I, the most Satan experience out of all yeah. of us. And it's true. I've been to hell three times. First two times <laughs> were vacation. Third time was against my will, but I made it out alive. Um, I think Road Dog, if he found Satan, AJ wouldn't be where he is. I think that evil, dastardly uh, Sami Zayn, that little, that little punk, I think he'd be world champion. And also, I think the ring would uh, be made out of like snake skin. Yes. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Like like a old like an old cowboy boot, like a snakeskin mm. boot. Um, I think everybody in the audience would have to be painted as zombies. I think he would go <laughs> for this really otherworldly like atmosphere. I, like, what do you 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 draw a fucking pentagram on the ring mat, which is also made of human skin, obviously. But like, what else do you do? Like, it's gonna still be SmackDown. I think that's that's hell enough, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think you let Darby Allen be champ. Yeah, that's very true. And why is that? Is Darby Allen does Darby Allen in uh, like mean Satanism to you? Because he means like Tony Hawk Pro Skater three to me. <laughs> he to me means like he maybe he dabbles in a little like fashion type Satanism. Okay, yeah, like like, like, like a Motley Crew. Like yeah. we aren't really worshiping Satan, but it's we we think it's cool to give off that vibe a little bit, right? Like he like he he wishes that the music he listened to like said Satan stuff if he played it backwards. Yeah. Hey, speaking of Satanism, I got another question here for you. This one's from Ollie. This one is titled "Sketchy Mall Wrestling Ring Update." Hell yes. Hey, wrestling on air. Y'all convinced me to go check out a weird wrestling ring at my local abandoned, uh, at my local almost abandoned mall. So here's an update. I stopped by a little over a week ago to take some photos, and it still looked as spooky as ever. I'm attaching a few choice ones for your enjoyment. Feel free to describe if you like. There was also, inexplicably, a Star Wars Stormtrooper child bike beyond the gates for some reason. It never showed up at the show I went to, but uh, but the thought of a grown-ass wrestler trying to ride it around the ring would have made everything about a hundred times better. I sent this... Oh, man. I'm looking at the picture of the uh, of the uh, Star Wars Stormtrooper bike. It's really good. Yeah. Now, that looks like something Darby Allen would like. Yes. Yeah. It's a little dark. It's a little edgy. It's black and white and red. Ollie, this is so cool. What if Evil from New Japan rode this, but like laser <laughs> shot out of its eyes? <laughs> this looks really good. I got a description here, too. I went to a show there last Friday, and I'm here to report that it's significant less sketchy looking on a night when an event is actually happening it's a very small crowd probably no more than 50 people uh but almost everyone seemed to be dedicated fans who go to every show that's nice very nice so so i'm looking and it looks like the name of the indie promotion is called Mm tiw um their logo is really edgy it's like kind of it's like made of blood yeah yeah it's like how i spell my name except the elms upside down i was gonna say uh, when i saw this i just thought it said tim yeah, yeah, but you're upside down. That's why I am. I like their entrance way. It's glowy. Um, that's yeah. Something. There's a little globe above it. But more importantly, this mall is haunted as fuck. This mall is super haunted. Are you guys seeing some orbs in these photos? I've because seen I sure orbs. Am. I saw Elvis. I saw uh oh wait, Fred Flintstone's there. 
Everybody's Fred Flintstone is actually here. He's not kidding. Fred Flintstone is in in these pictures. Um, I do wonder if the Star Wars bicycle situation is like, I I would like to know the story behind that. So Ollie, if you could do some more investigative reporting for us and, uh, and go back and ask some hard questions about why the Star Wars bicycle is there, uh, (laughs) who owns it, who rides it, what is the purpose of the bicycle? Uh, Much appreciated. Don't put yourself in danger or anything, but, uh, um, I think uh, here's the thing. I was really excited because like, I'm, I'm loving the setting for this wrestling show. We taught you into going, but now I'm kind of over the wrestling and I want to know about this bike. Um, yeah. So do what you can for us. Get to know what why that bike is there. What used to be in that store, maybe. Um, and get back to us. Uh, you know, like Warren said, don't put yourself in danger. Wink, wink. But uh, do what you got to do. <laughs> hey, Socks. Yeah. Do you have another question? I do have questions. I have questions over from twitter.com and if you want to send us a question on twitter just that use the ask woa hashtag our first question coming from twitter comes from our beautiful beautiful boy our beautiful son rj rj asks i'm sure it goes without saying to have a topic about darby allen's car so darby lives in his car correct absolutely that is darby lore darby uh cooks his food at the gym correct very true yeah like what do you think is in Darby's car? I guess. <laughs> like, what else is in Darby's car other than Darby? Okay, a lot of burnt CDs. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, they're the artsy ones with, like, the bad flames on the front top of them and stuff. Yes. Is he, he's drawing on them himself, right? Oh, uh, I mean, no, but he can be. I don't know. This, <laughs> let's use our imagination. I think he is drawing on the CDs. Okay. And I think yeah. he has a bunch of CD cases that he has yes. used like whiteout and stuff to like draw words and pictures on the CD cases with. <laughs> he kept like an Aerosmith cover, but like just re- just like removed the part that said Aerosmith and put a different band name on it. Yeah. I think he has some sort of like a scented body spray, but yes. like the kind you would get from a Dollar General. So not like a name <laughs> brand. Um, I think he has a lot of like bumper stickers, but they're on the inside. He just stuck it all <laughs> over the inside of his car. But they're all like skateboarding related, like uh, Roz and Grind. Yeah, he definitely has like stickers on his dashboard. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's definitely a parental advisory sticker in that car someplace. So is the interior and the exterior of his car just covered in bumper stickers we know the exterior is not because we've seen it yeah we've seen it with the paint the paint on the side um does he have a boom box inside of his car (laughs) yes and it's actually he actually cut out a place in the middle where the cd player should be in the dashboard (laughs) and it's just sitting in this gaping hole you have to reach in there and touch it but there's like spider webs and stuff but he calls on his friends (laughs) i think he has like um you know, like, uh, Ricky and Trailer Park Boys, like, grills chicken tenders on top of his yes, car? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he definitely absolutely. has, like, a mini grill that he keeps inside yeah. of his car uh, for when the gym is closed. He can uh, <laughs> he can just pop out just, the grill and... Yeah, just right off of his engine, yeah. Do you think yeah. he keeps it clean, though, or is there, like, just raw old food in there? Does it? Does there a, a smell that kind of smells like a dirty produce section? Mm, like a fungus? Like a rotten apple. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, on one hand, I would say yes, but on the other hand, we know that Darby is very hungry, and I think that he <laughs> uh, probably doesn't waste his food. He probably eats it when he has it, and which is, you know, rarely because... He's very frugal. He's very frugal. Does, does he eat the core of the apple with seeds and all? Oh, absolutely he does. Mm. He, chews, he chews on those little poisonous apple seeds. Interesting. Yeah. He calls himself Darby Appleseed. 
How many skateboards do you think he owns? I bet at least four, and they're all taped to the bottom of his car. <laughs> is that how the car runs? Is it's actually yeah. just a bunch of skateboards? He has wheels, but he actually also has skateboards in the middle, and that's really how it's working. Yeah. And and there's also a hole cut through the floor of the car so he can, like, Fred Flintstone it around. That's how he gets his exercise when the gym yeah. is closed. He just, he walks his car. He tried to take it on a half pipe once, but it ruined the front bumper. <laughs> he thinks it's really funny to yell, Wilma, at everybody. <laughs> and everybody's just like, oh, God, come on, man. Priscilla is like, what are you talking about? Because she's never seen the Flintstones before. Oh, that's true. She hasn't. <laughs> Do you think do you think he keeps getting guests in his car just to get up and move it like with their feet? I yeah, I think that he tries to get Priscilla Kelly to help, but <laughs> that she doesn't. She gets bored and she goes just and wants does to go home else. and watch Nightmare Before Christmas. And she's watched it like five hundred times. Do you think like what sort of electronic equipment do you think Darby has in his car? Um, he has what are they called? He has turntables for sure. Okay, sure. Just right on the dash. What are like the old like pre pre iPod like MP3 players? Like what are what a were those Zoom. called? Like he's Zoom. got a he Zune. Has, yeah, he has a Zune with a sticker on it. Um, and this has been our new segment. Do you think? I hope you liked it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, hey, socks. Yeah. Do you think you have any more questions? I do think I have a question here from Brain Cluttered, and Brain Cluttered asks, if bleeding immediately stops a WWE match and sweating is mandatory during a WWE match, which effects correspond with the release of other bodily fluids and secretions during a WWE match? What happens when a wrestler comes during a match? Um, what do you mean what happens? Like, I'm not sure if I understand. Isn't an like, is that an immediate win or no? Hmm. Okay, so I can't answer come, but like, remember when CM Punk shit during that match? Yes. <laughs> Did he win that match or lose it? I don't remember. Um, oh, I'm not sure he actually, like, actually literally won, but, you know, it was a moral win. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we have, we have actual video evidence of, of the outcome of a match that you shit during then. Uh, mm. and, but, but like, if you come during a match, I think, um, if the cum is like visible, like mm -hmm. if you're just if you blow your load all over the ring and the ref <laughs> sees it, I think that that's that an automatic. That counts as a submission. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so if you do come during a match, you just constantly have to hide it. Yeah. I mean, I can see it being you know a legal weapon or something like that. I can see a ref <laughs> being really upset and picking it up and slinging it out of the ring. You can't use that. <laughs> his gloves first before he picks yeah. it up they have to wipe him down <laughs> before the match can continue how often do you think that oh, okay okay so say say you're a wrestler and you come mm -hmm. but you don't want the ref to know that you came do you think you just you think you get color real fast do you think you just like you pull out your blade and just kind of slice yourself up a little bit no. to hide the fact that you came no <laughs> I mean, that's what I do when I come. Well, I just here's my take on it. I think it's really lame that WWE outlawed uh, coming in the ring. Um, I think like sometimes it adds to the match. Like when Samoa yeah. Joe busted it out during uh, that NXT takeover gets Devitt. Yeah, he would have just like, let him keep over. coming and wrestling. It would have been fun. <laughs> oh, hey, socks. <laughs> Do you have another 
question. Nightlife Anime King 420 asks, which wrestler, which WWE wrestler's visage would you want to grace a body pillow? Who would you want to hug the most? Let's oh. think about this. Um, that that's very easy. I feel like. Yeah. yeah. Who is it? Um. Well, it's a little wrestler. Um, a little huggable, lovable wrestler mm. that I, that a lot of people like to call evil. Um, <laughs> he's like your big goth friend, but he's also a teddy bear. You know, like deep yeah. down, he's got that softer side. He might not talk to you a lot. He might grumble, but I would. <laughs> I, you know, you'd like to cozy up to him and just yeah. let him know how you feel. I could picture myself just like. Uh, just like hugging evil all night long maybe rubbing up a little bit against him i want to have rhino on a body pillow yes that's a good oh, choice. man that's very good would it, would it be as firm as he is mm. <laughs> you have to fill it with rocks you well like you can select your your preferred firmness when you order the pillow mm. would you like an extra firm rhino or yeah you know would you like would you like a softer rhino um and it's actually two body pillows sewn together <laughs> I'm imagining you ordering this Rhino pillow, and they're and they're like it, it'll feel just like you're hugging Rhino, and then it comes in the mail, and it's just this jagged half-ass piece of like fabric <laughs> with Rhino's face over it, and just rocks, ro- like it's just rotten with like hard rocks in it, and it's just his face, and it's all distorted, <laughs> and it just won't stop swearing. <laughs> uh, that sounds like a dream. Yeah. I if if we have any listeners who specialize in like textile crafts or anything like that, I would love for someone to make me a rhino pillow. Yeah, you don't yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If you have any body pillows you want to send us, just go ahead and do it. Just send it to the SWOA hashtag. This next one comes in from Sarah Scanny Lee. Sarah asks I really enjoyed Oren's Dean Ambrose Darby Allen theory. Thank you, Sarah. Are there any other wrestlers you could change one thing about them for them to become a completely different wrestler? Oh, this is a really good question. Oh, boy. It is. It feels too good for us. Yeah, much like Sarah. Sarah, what a, what a dream. Sarah's the best. Is Sarah like our number two? Like, I mean, it's, she's personally your number two or maybe even number one. But RJ is our good boy. Is mm-hmm. is Sarah like our, our, our good, our, I almost said good girl, but that Don't sounds really bad. <laughs> yeah, really... I was, I hey, was just like. Why don't you clean your fucking act up? Hey, buddy. <laughs> Why don't you just uh, take a step back? I was bawling up my fist because I knew you were about to say good girl. She looked like that <laughs> meme over here. She's our good She's our good lady. Our good lady. That's very she's our good. good. Lady. I don't know if yes. that's much better. That's, true. that's like good lady. Good lady. <laughs> it's Sarah. Hey, good lady, Sarah. I think people say. Yeah, my good lady. I think that if I could change one thing about Bailey... No. I would okay I'm looking at the clock and it's 921 and the beginning of the horny hour starts at 920 mm-hmm. so <laughs> I feel comfortable saying this now I would like Bailey to show her tits <laughs> just exposed during every match well not all of them but Bailey I <laughs> only think... one of them only one tit. I think Bailey should have one tit out. No, I think it's Bailey has like a massive... It's like the Zack Ryder tights where one leg was long and yes. one leg was short, except it's just one half of the top is there. Yeah, Got like it. a Tarzan top. Um... <laughs> That's even worse, because that'd be still dangling over fabric. Christ. 
So I Bailey has a massive rack in real life, if okay. you guys haven't noticed. <laughs> I don't look at things like that. Well, it's true. She does. She okay. has a huge rack. And I think that if Bailey, if Bailey's rack were visible, that it would completely change her entire character in a way that I personally approve of. And I think that she could ride that all the way to the top, personally. Next. I think uh, Bailey should start uh, wrestling death matches. Yeah, I, I just want Shinsuke to, to uh, tuck his pants into his boots. <laughs> I know it's a little tame, but that's just all I want in wrestling. Just tuck his pants in there, man. I'm picturing that. That actually sounds really fucking funny. Well, like, you know, he used to wear tights and like he was good. And then he started wearing pants and now he's kind of boring. Uh, I think there's something to it. Tuck those, tuck those pants in. <laughs> Our next question. Uh, this one was actually forwarded to us from Justin, and it's from Drew Gulak. And Drew Gulak asks, "In the shadows of the Empire, why didn't Dash Rendar run into Darth Vader while the Millennium Falcon was escaping Hoth?" That's an easy question to answer. And um, actually, I I think you're going to pay a uh, premium to uh, hear me answer <laughs> it. So yeah, Drew, you bastard. Mm-hmm. I, I don't have any input on this. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't like Star Wars. I like That's it. But okay. I'm just. I thought it would be funny. I mean, I like Drew Gulak. So if Me you guys want to just send us more Drew Gulak tweets, yeah, fine you know that. what? Just talk to us about Drew Gulak, y'all. Drew Gulak's so good. Hey, what do you like most about Drew Gulak? Everything about Drew Gulak. Yeah, I like his smile. Mm. I like his weird face. I like that he kind of. <laughs> I like that he kind of looks like JBL in the face a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I see it. Yeah, he's like uh, he's like an action, like an off-brand action figure of JBL. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like you would find in a dollar store or something. He's called and- like Money Cowboy. <laughs> Money Cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> he's like like one of his arms is a little mangled or something. But you buy him for your nephew mm-hmm. for his birthday. <laughs> his nose is a little broken, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah, I like JBL a lot. I love him. Oh, yeah. Our next question comes in from Dwayne, Age of the Fever. Dwayne asks, if you had to go on a couples retreat, what two wrestling couples would you want to attend with you? Uh, Naomi and Uso. Mm-hmm. They seem like such a good couple. Yeah. But yes. I, I also want Rusev and Lana. Yes. But like Naomi needs to be there to kind of keep the peace. Like she's like the, <laughs> the n- most normal out of out of uh, most of the wrestlers I'd, I've seen. Um, and I feel like she would have to be there. This is the most genuine wrestling talk I want to actually do on this podcast. But like, have you watched the latest Mixed Match Challenge? Mm, or, no. or the I guess last week's it was um it was Gold Dust and Mandy Rose I'm versus really Naomi and Jimmy Uso. It was extremely good. Like yeah. it was legitimately very entertaining. But right at the end, like Rusev who is just a very large man who just loves his wife so much, came out to cut an intimidating promo with his wife, and then he just, like, broke out into song, and it was fantastic. It's just, like, it. that show is so pure in a way nothing else in WWE is. Yeah, they're actually out there just having fun, and it's cool. Yeah, um, it's but good. But mainly, I think the main couple that, and, like, I'm sorry for bringing him up again, but we, we want Darby Allin and Priscilla. Um, yeah. <laughs> On our retreat with us. I do because I think that they would fight a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. the whole thing would be them in just this one prolonged, dramatic, like, early 20s person fight. 
<laughs> I, I bought enough beer for everybody. No, you didn't. And stuff like that. Just really yeah. lame fights. You didn't ask me what kind of beer I wanted, Darby. <laughs> and then, like, and then Naomi has to get involved and, like, mom them and yeah. set them all down. And then they're stronger than ever. And and Naomi compliments Priscilla's bangs. <laughs> <laughs> she calls the bangs a snack. <laughs> Hey, socks. Your Skeletor ass. (laughs) Is Bong Dog Tom an American? (laughs) In parentheses, green card. And if so, why does he still speak English instead of American? Can can I also, I want to reread this question too. Please do. Harry Skeletor asks, is Bog Dog Tom an American? In parentheses, green card? And if so, why does he still speak English instead of American? You did so much better than I did. No, but I but I liked you doing it too. I just think our listeners would like to hear you laughing and reading it and then me <laughs> frowning. Get a frowning little bit of clarity. It. Yeah. Yeah. The reasonable, logical one out of all of us. So is a bog dog some sort of like um, uh, yeah. negative We're, term for British people? I'm going to uh, search this. <laughs> is bog dog a slur that we're going to have to bleep out? I, because spe- it sounds I spelled like it bog dog, and that was Ogdog. something different too. Bog dog. What okay. is a bog dog? I, I'm getting nothing but bow dog, and that's a gambling site. Uh. <laughs> Bog dog is a term for an Irish water spaniel. Okay, so yeah, I feel like uh, calling somebody a dog is um is always bad, right? Like any kind yeah. of anytime you demean somebody into an animal. I disagree. I think dogs are incredibly nice. Okay, but this dog is from the bog. Like the bog you know what is creatures nasty. from bogs can be nice. I don't think so. I saw Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker was awful. That dude was an asshole. He said, get out of my swamp. And that donkey's like, no. And then they're cool friends. But I think there was always some kind of dark uh Yeah, there was always hatred. some animosity. I've never seen Shrek before. Oh, really? You should watch it. It's got so many cultural references. Any Shreks? I don't know Shreks. I know nothing about Shrek. Shrekless in Seattle over here. <laughs> Shrekless in Jacksonville. <laughs> Um, so, so, um, I will have nothing to do with this, uh, ice style, uh, investigation. Yeah. No more ISIS. Back. Yeah. No more ISIS. Okay. So, okay. Yes. Tom is a member of ISIS. No, he's not a dog from the bog. No, he's not a dog. No, we haven't turned him into ice because we're not narcs. Dog with a bog. Yeah. (laughs) Next question. Our final question comes from Oakgan, and if you want to sound like Oakgan here, just send us a question with the AskWOA hashtag. And our final question reads, what have you spray painted on the side of your car? I spray painted Oakgan on the side of my car. <laughs> I did too, weird. I actually just, I wanted to be a little cooler than y'all, but I still want to get the point across, so I said, I put Gan Oats <laughs> on mine. <laughs> but then I felt like stupid because nobody understood what I was doing, so. Yeah. Uh, my vanity plate just says Oat on it. <laughs> <laughs> and there's always a couple of pigs chasing her around. <laughs> <laughs> Christ. Uh, I, I spray painted uh, the Communist Manifesto and okay. a nice picture of Karl Marx okay. on my Nissan Versa. Well, uh, How's that working out for I'm you? I'm glad I got that on tape. Yeah. <laughs> so, you're in trouble. Uh, only a couple people throw things at me. Yeah. You're going to be the first one in the camp when they start rounding up people. So, I'm, I'm glad we have that recorded. 
You will not cut that out. <laughs> we, Orin went to the camp. She brought up the camp. <laughs> oh, God. Um, good questions, everyone. Okay. <laughs> I just I don't know. Like the line was demolished. <laughs> okay. She didn't say what camp. Oh, we knew what camp. <laughs> I meant day camp where you go as a child during the day while mom and dad are Vacation at work. Bible camp. Vacation Bible study. <laughs> Dude, this summer. We should, this is, here's an idea I'd like to uh, bounce off of you guys. This okay. summer, uh, we do a special WOA Vacation Bible Study Series. <laughs> we can work out the details later. I like the idea. The is, overall concept is good, and I'm okay. with it. Is cool. this just a ploy to try to get us to go to your Bible cult camp? Mm, yes. No, we this should. is more of a ploy to get us to start our own cult. Yeah, Ooh, I like that. Yeah. So, great follow up there, Orin. Yeah. <laughs> uh. I feel like I've been doing a lot of mouth noises tonight. <laughs> this is going to be really bad to edit. It'll be fine. I'm sorry. We'll just censor so out the tired. word camp. I've been working so much, guys. <laughs> Me too. I have worked the last six oh. days in a row. Oh. Jesus Christ. Oh, so I'm going to wrap you both up in <laughs> my womb that I'm building. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Noah's womb. Noah's <laughs> womb. <laughs> they went two by two into Noah's womb. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, Tim. Hey. If I wanted to follow you on mm -hmm. social media, where would I go to do that? You'd go to uh, Twitter.com, and in the little uh, magnifying glass, you would type Tim Welcomed, mm -hmm. and uh, it should be the first thing that pops up there. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, any good uh, any good content for me to slam the uh, slam that like on while I'm over there? Oh, all of it. Every single thing. Uh, me talking about things you don't care about. Me saying like one word because it's funny to me. There's all kinds <laughs> of stuff to like on that page. Nice. I have a thing I'm doing now where on your Instagram, I'm just responding to your posts as Naomi. Yeah, I told you the other day that I wanted Naomi to be my friend. So, because she's always so positive in everybody's mentions, I've noticed. She seems nice. Yeah. And Oren has helped me out with that. <laughs> Orin yeah. has given you a perfect simulation of what it's like to be Naomi's friend. Yeah, and it's really good. You should post more so I can be your friend. More yeah, I'll, I'll start. I'll start posting more for that. Uh, that Naomi uh, uplifting spirit. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, socks. Hey. If I could find you one place on social media, where would that place be? I'm socks Mahoney at socks Mahoney. Go on over there. Uh, please, please like my original content of. A picture of Randy Orton's likes, and also go to videogamechoochoo.com. It's like it's like he has a string on his back that somebody pulls, and he just <laughs> says it like Woody from the Toy Story. <laughs> it's it's mechanical, which Woody yeah. I'm talking about. I'm pulling that string daily. And uh, speaking of pulling strings daily, it's me. I'm Orin. You can find me at 
or an N at Twitter. Uh, you can also find me at Oatgan on Twitter. But guys, this has been this has been an okay show. <laughs> <laughs> It'll come together. I don't know. <laughs> uh, all right. Okay, that was that was. Fun. Someone say something. <laughs> <laughs> John the pulling strings and his brother Carson got in the fight. <laughs> <laughs> pulling strings daily. All right, is this it? Yeah, no, that was that was that has, that was it when you said bye it. or whatever. Like that was a hell of an episode. Yeah, you might can construct something with that, right? <laughs> Oh, do you not want to? Oh, I'm. I'm. It doesn't matter to me either way. But if you're if, very good at it, okay, I'm. I will do that then. Okay, it is my pleasure. I just wanted to give someone else an, an opportunity. And thank you for you know. wanting to give us the rub. But uh... yeah, I, I was gonna. I was gonna put some shine on you guys. Yeah. If anyone else wanted a little bit of shine, that sounds good out of context. Now that I think about <laughs> Rubbing it, rubbing and shining. Yeah, wrestling's weird. <laughs> a little rub and tug. I'm gonna put the tug Jesus. on you guys. <laughs> All right. <laughs>